This is Indie Business Podcast, Season 2, Episode 9, Women, Wealth, and Wow. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. I am your host, mentor, and coach, Donna Maria, the founder and CEO at IndieBusinessNetwork.com. My goal is to help makers and handmade entrepreneurs build a solid business foundation, increase your income, and use your business to create the life you love. In this episode, I will share some powerful thoughts with you. Inspired by recent conversations in the Indie Business Network private member forum, I'm going to speak with you about the topic of competition. You can get a summary for this episode at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash 22. I'll be right back with some commentary you can put to work in your business today on the important topic of competition. Let me start with this profound thought. There is no such thing as competition, save for that which is in your head. Make good products, deliver them to your target audience, and you have no competition. Now, I know that may sound overly simplistic, but it's really not. I don't live in a world where I'm the only person selling the types of products I offer. None of us has that luxury, right? There is no monopoly on anything these days. But I do live in a world, and so do you, where the only thing I have to worry about is my products and the people who buy them. Those are my chief and only concerns when it comes to my business. For example, if you're listening to this podcast today, you are probably my target customer, a perfect candidate to benefit from what we offer here at the Indie Business Network, product liability insurance, mentoring, coaching, business training, specifically for people who make the products they sell. But is IBM the only place you can get those things? Of course not. You can Google any of those terms and come up with a million places to go. I am aware of the fact that you have those options, of course. They help me do a better job of serving you because I know you can go someplace else to get some of the things that I offer. Am I bothered by the fact that you have those options? Not at all. Because I know that if I know you well enough and I serve you well enough and I help you know what I do, and how you can benefit from what I offer, I will be on your very short list of options. And even if you don't choose me today, you may choose me another time, or you may tell a friend that they may wish to consider joining the Indie Business Network. You see, the wonderful thing about entrepreneurship is you get to choose what you do and what you focus on. And if you listen to any of the guests I've had here on the Indie Business Podcast, you will meet women and a few men who approach entrepreneurship from that perspective. And not only do they approach their businesses that way, they approach their lives that way. They're not worried about what everyone else is doing. They aren't really concerned at all. They are highly motivated and keenly focused on what they make, who they make it for, and how they can help those people buy it. That, that's really what they do. They want to sell their products quickly and efficiently and make the whole experience more fun for everyone. That's all they do. 
And at the end of the day, it's all about getting excited about your idea, getting excited about your product. But more than that, it's getting excited about the people who buy them, developing those relationships, doing your research and understanding your perfect customer. Because when you understand and relate to your perfect customer and you get the help you need to grow your business, you can roll up your sleeves and really just get busy making the products you enjoy making and selling them to the people who enjoy buying them. Not the people who enjoy buying what I sell, but the people who enjoy buying what you sell. That's it. At the end of it all, that is it. No competition, right? You are the key to this, okay? You need to leverage yourself. You need to use yourself as one of the key reasons why people buy from you. And if you do this, you will never have a single competitor. You see, as an entrepreneur, you have to know what your chief job is. Your chief job is to attract buyers for your products. Your job is not to pull buyers away from other people's products. Let me repeat that. Your chief job is to attract buyers for your products. Your job is not to pull buyers away from other people's products. It's to attract buyers to you. Focus on doing that and you will never have to worry about competition. Does this mean you will nail every single attempted sale? No, life does not work that way. <laughs> but if your products are good and if you are focused on selling them to the right people, sales will be the result. Look, Competition is a part of life, right? If you're married or otherwise involved in a committed relationship, did your partner have other options outside of you? Probably. Did you worry about that? Mm, probably not. Instead, you probably just put your foot, best foot forward, showcasing all of the reasons your partner should choose you over other people, right? You can't control everyone else. You can control yourself. Have you ever been on a job interview before? Of course you have. And when you did, you knew you weren't the only candidate for the position, right? Other people are trying to get it as well. Did you worry about that? Mm, I would guess you probably didn't. You probably just put your best foot forward and made your best efforts to attempt to convince the hiring manager that they should choose you. You cannot change the environment in which you do business. Some of your customers have a few options. This is a good thing. Some of them have a lot of options. This is a good thing as well. None of it matters. What matters is that you know what you do, what you have to offer, and who is interested in buying it, and you can proceed from there. Now let's talk about how all this works from a more practical perspective, because it's easy to say, don't worry about the competition, but it's another thing entirely to really, really Fix your mindset so that you don't actually worry about the competition. Here are three things I recommend you, you do. Step number one, focus on what you have to offer. That's right. Just decide this is what I'm going to focus on and that's the end of the story. You are the decision maker here. The buck stops with you. Who controls what you focus on? Who controls what you allow into your head on a regular basis? Now, while there are some things that you can't avoid letting into your living space, you know, some things just by nature of living, 
you know, they come through. They they come through the the membrane that we put around ourselves, and we protect ourselves from a lot of things, but some stuff gets through, right? But you can still control what you focus on. So step number one is to focus on what you have to offer and to be relentless about it, to be very, very careful to guard what comes into your life. Don't open the door to focusing on other makers all day long, because guess what? You'll be comparing yourself to them all day long. You'll feel like an imposter. They'll be better than you. You will deflate every single piece of self-esteem that you have if you do that on a regular basis. Now, I'm not saying don't check them out and be inspired, but I am saying don't focus on them. Do not do it. Stop focusing on them. Focus on what you have to offer and close the door to everything else. Decide where your focus will be and keep it there. Step number two, focus on developing a plan. Now, I read a blog post today, which was actually a pretty good blog post, that made the case for you don't need a business plan. And I disagree. I don't think you need a huge, massive 500-page business plan and a three-ring binder and a bunch of pie charts and barcodes and all that stuff. I don't think you need that, but you do need a plan. You need something that will tell you what to do every day in your business. You need something written down that will include the systems that make your business work. And you need to tweak it regularly. And by regularly, I mean you know, a couple times a month, you need to read over the plan, make sure things are working, tweak where necessary, drop some things that are not working, add some things that seem like they will work, and use your plan as a master system to get your products into the hands of your customers. I'm not a fan of winging it or the kind of loosey-goosey, you know, let's just go on Facebook and see who's going to buy our stuff today. Don't think that works. Um, and even if it does, it's not the most efficient way to sell products. So you do need a plan. So I want you to focus on developing and continually massaging your plan, right? And when you do that, you don't have time to worry about competitors because you're constantly competing against yourself and what you did yesterday. I love what Martha Stewart says about every day an entrepreneur's life starts at zero, right? So your competition is what you did yesterday, Compete with that, and that's plenty of competition enough, right? Step number three is focus on executing your plan. How are you going to systematize your week? How are you going to look at a calendar? And I use Google Calendar, which I totally love because it works. It's free. You can color code it. That's the most important thing about Google Calendar. I can color code it with my businesses in one color. My personal life is another color. My husband's stuff is another color. My children's stuff is another color. Um, our family stuff is another color. Um, it, and when you look at it and you don't know what you're looking at, it can be a little overwhelming. But I know what color goes with what type of event. So it's very easy for me to use. I strongly encourage you to check it out. There's lots of other options. There's a million apps out there these days, right? But I like to keep it simple. I'm always logged into Gmail anyway, so I can access my calendar when I'm at my laptop or when I'm on the go on my cell phone. So focus on executing your plan and use a calendar to write down everything that fits into that plan. There's also a program called Sweet Process at sweetprocess.com, which allows you to very easily input 
the steps that you need to take to accomplish anything in your business. So if it's a if it's a process of making something, you can put all those steps down, and that will encourage you to keep it orderly. Um, you can put your social media in there. You can put, you know, everything in there, and you can create processes for yourself and for people that help you in your business. Sweet process, as of today anyway, is $29 a month, which is... You know, it's, it's a bit on the pricey side if you ask me. But if you don't have any other way to track this information, then you need to use something like that. You can use a page at your own website. You can just create a, you know, a document in Word or whatever you use. You can use a Google Doc. There are so many options. But the point is to focus on execution of your plan so you have everything that you need to do written down every day. And... You know, not only does this help you be more efficient in your business, but it also helps to encourage you not to get caught up in your own emotions. So, for example, you could wake up one day feeling especially fabulous and you come across some website of someone else that's, you know, blowing up the charts and you start to feel like, oh, my goodness, look at what they're doing. They're so awesome. They're making all this money or, you know, they're, you know, they have all these things going on with them. They just rebranded. Everything's great. And I'm still, you know, trying to muddle my way through the start. You know, that can be sometimes a little bit demoralizing and you can feel that, you know, it's a, it's an emotion and sometimes it can take us away and you don't want to do that. If you have systems in your business and it's Monday and this is what you need to do every Monday, then at least you have something that you can hold on to that will work for you and help take your focus off of whatever else has sort of made you feel not so great that day. So systems help your business in a variety of ways. Those are just a few of the reasons why I think just about everything you do in your business has to be systematized. I don't want you to be rigid or inflexible, but the core of your business and how it runs needs to have some predictability. That's the only way that it will work and become sustainable over the long term. So once again, the three things. Focus on where you will concentrate your brain power. Where will you be focused? How will you focus? What will you be focused on? Number two, focus on developing a plan. And number three, focus on executing that plan. And you know, when you think about those three things, you really won't have time for anything else, right? This focus is so important because entrepreneurs really do need to think differently. Nobody's going to tell you what to do. Nobody's going to tell you what to focus on. If you have a nine to five job, you have a list of job requirements. Your boss says the, the, the report is due tomorrow at five o'clock. You have to turn it in tomorrow at five o'clock. Well, no one's going to tell you that when you have your own business. You have to set that deadline yourself and you have to make sure that you make it yourself. You have to create your own consequence. If your boss doesn't get the report by five, you could be fired. Well, that's a pretty big incentive to get that report done on time. But when you're the boss, you're not going to fire yourself for missing a deadline. You need to make sure that you have these systems built into your business so that you can do the same things that need to be done day after day and week after week to get the results that you need in your business. It's all about the focus. And, you know, where your focus is, your fortune follows. Let me say that again. Where your focus is, your fortune follows. And, you know, the Latin root for the word focus literally means hearth or fireplace. Used in post-classical times, it was fire. Fire. So think about that. 
I'm not just asking you where your focus is. I'm asking you where your fire is. Where is your passion? Are you on fire for what other people are doing or not doing? Or are you on fire for what you are doing? If your fire is in the right place, that is, your fire is focused on your customers, then you will attract more customers. If your fire is not focused on that, then it's going to be diffused. It's going to become a flicker. And no one is attracted to a flicker, right? So I want to encourage you to really get a grip on your focus. Make sure that you know where your fire is, where your passion is, what you're making, who you're making it for, and systematize the ways that you deliver those products to your customers. And if you do that, you will be able to look at competition in a whole new way. You will welcome it because you will be able to look at it and say, wow, I'm glad they're doing well. What is it that's making them do well? Let me have a look. This is helping them. This is helping them. You know what? Maybe I'm going to try that. Maybe I'll take a look at what they've done and try it myself. Maybe I won't. Maybe it doesn't look like something that I can do. Maybe it doesn't look like something I want to do. Look at others for inspiration. But focus on what you're doing, what your goals are, what you're making, and who you're making it for. Where is your fire? Where is your focus? I would love to know. I invite you to share your focus, your fire, your passion. You can share it at the blog under the entry for this episode, which is IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash 22. I would love to know what you're doing, where your focus and your fire is, and leave a link to your website too, because I would love to visit and have a look and um, get to know you better. Well, I hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. And if you did, won't you show me some Twitter love? Go to IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash love. It's really easy. If you're logged into Twitter, all you need to do after that is click the tweet button. IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash love. And if there's anything that I can do to improve Indie Business Podcast for you, please let me know. Just go to our website, click on the contact link, and you can leave any message that you'd like there. And I read every single one of them. So I look forward to hearing from you. I'll see you on the next episode of the Indie Business Podcast. In the meantime, break all the rules, build your own corporate ladder, and create the life you love. 